0: Giving your business a good kind of spring clean and a once over is a really sensible thing to do. And if it's not spring when you're listening to this, doesn't mean it has to be spring to do the spring clean. You can do this any time of the year. That's the beauty of this. And any time of the year, you can dust things off in your business and essentially it's going to make you richer. Okay. It's either going to streamline what you're doing, clear things up, save you some money, and give you back some time, or it's going to actually make things more effective in your business and help you make more money. Hi, I'm Adam Chatterley, and this is the Beauty Business Podcast. It's a podcast for people who run a beauty business. Now, if you're a beauty or wellness business owner, and you'd like to have more prospects, more leads, and more clients than you know what to do with, if you'd like to be making more money, all while having more fun than you think should be legal, then you're in the right place. Now, whether you're just starting out or if you've been in the industry for years, we're going to be giving you the lowdown on both new and trusted tools, strategies and systems, along with just the right amount of inspiration and philosophization to help you start having more fun, making more impact and more importantly, making more money in your beauty business. Now, with over 750,000 downloads, along with hundreds of five-star ratings and reviews worldwide, this is the number one podcast specifically for independent beauty business owners. Now, if you want to check out all the episodes, all the guides, downloads, links, and giveaways, just head to beautybusinesspodcast.com. Today, we're talking all about mop techniques, the best cleaning products, and how to remove those really stubborn stains. Now, before we get into the episode today, I wanted to make sure that you've taken the opportunity to grab yourself a copy of my incredibly popular, entirely free and very useful ebook. It's called The 7-Day Booking Boost and that's exactly what it is. Three simple things that if followed for seven days will deliver a huge change in your booking numbers. Now, it's a brand new edition. It's extremely beautiful, but most importantly, it's specifically written for beauty and wellness business owners and operators just like you. Now, it outlines a very simple and easy and straightforward three-step strategy that will take you just 15 minutes a day, ideally the first 15 minutes of your day, to almost guarantee a massive increase in your reach, an increase in your connection, and simply an amplification of all your marketing efforts. Now, this in turn will bring you more bookings, more clients, and naturally, along with all that, more money too. Now, it forms the fundamentals of what I teach to all my coaching clients, and I'd like to share it with you. It's been downloaded by thousands and thousands of people all over the world, and we've recently updated it so it's even easier to use. So if you want a very short, effective strategy and a checklist that's full of pleasure and joy, then go to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash boost or click the link in the episode description and download your copy with my compliments today. Welcome along to the Beauty Business Podcast. I am your host, Adam Chatterley, rocking slightly more of a beard than usual for no apparent reason. Well, I say rocking a beard, but you know, given that my beard is far more grey than any other discernible colour at all these days, not sure I can actually get away with rocking anything anymore. Anyway, today we are talking about giving your business a spring clean. But no, don't worry. We're not talking about wiping down surfaces or cleaning behind those cupboards that really never get moved. And oh, I wonder what's down behind there. We're talking about giving your business a business. Spring Clean. Now, I should point out that in preparing for this show, we created a Business Spring Clean checklist, which, as a lot of the time happens, ended up turning into a much bigger, far more useful and far more comprehensive tool than we initially planned it to be. In fact, it covers a lot more than I'm going to have time to cover on the show today. But the good news is that you can get your hands on it with my compliments simply by going to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash spring clean or clicking the link that is in the episode description on your podcast app or on the show notes pages. All you need to do is go there, there's a link, just download it and get your own copy of the checklist there with all the explanation stuff on there so you can go through it yourself. But today on the show, I'm going to run through some of the, some of the most important bits of the checklist, why you should be doing them and why it's a good time to be looking at this now and what exactly I mean by a spring clean. So let's get into that show. Shall we? So it's spring at the time of recording this episode, which probably makes sense. Uh, Spring, what does it mean to you? It often means kind of new beginnings. You know, we're we're that portion of the way into the year. I was gonna say a quarter of the way into the year, but we're actually a third of the way into the year now when I record this at the end of April. So we're a third of the way into the year. And, you know, maybe at the beginning of the year, you made some plans for your business. You made some business new year resolutions. A lot of people. Do that kind of thing. You had some big plans for the year and you wanted to get those done. So, how are those going? Because I think by this point of the year, people are in one of three places. Okay. You're either in position number one, which is coasting. Okay. Whether you kind of coasted into the year in the first place, you didn't quite make any plans, you sort of meant to, but then, you know, life happened. Or, whether you made some plans and it was kind of going okay for a couple of weeks, but then you sort of slipped into old habits again, and you kind of find yourself just doing the same things as you were doing before. So that's position one, and we'll call that coasting for whatever reason. And then position number two is you're working really hard. You're hustling away. You're actioning on what you set out to do at the beginning of the year, but for whatever reason, it's not quite delivering you the results that you wanted. Either not quick enough, nothing's happening. You're just not getting the results that you wanted. Or position number three, you're working hard and you're hustling and it is working for you and you are seeing results. And either you've now got to a point where you're too busy or things are going too well, or you're not quite sure what the next step is. And again, this point in the year is a really good time to kind of reevaluate that. So basically, you've still got two thirds of the year left to make 2022, a big success. So that's why I suggest we give a spring clean to everything that you're doing. Just a once over, not, you know, creating whole new massive plans, but let's just give the stuff you've got a once over to make sure everything that you've got in place in your business that's working for you is in fact working for you as well as it can. Now, the good news is, is that, uh, you know, if you are slightly coasting, then it's time to take action right now. And that's exactly what this checklist will do. It's going to help give you a bunch of ideas as to what you can do. If you're hustling and things are just not working out, it's going to give you the list to go through. So you can just kind of tick things off, make sure you've got everything in place and everything is where it should be and it's working for you. And also highlight the bits that might be missing. And also, if you're hustling and things are working for you, it's going to give you the ideas of the next things that you can focus on, the next steps, how to step things up to the next level. And if you're unsure why we're doing this at all, giving your business a good kind of spring clean and a once over is a really sensible thing to do and if it's not spring when you're listening to this doesn't mean it has to be spring to do the spring clean you can do this any time of the year that's the beauty of this and any time of the year you can dust things off in your business and essentially it's going to make you richer okay it's either going to streamline what you're doing clear things up save you some money and give you back some time or it's going to actually make things more effective in your business and help you make more money. Now, before I get into the list, two things that I see in terms of mistakes that people make around this, especially at this time of the year, they either start to realize one of the three, these three positions: either coasting, working, not working, and working, and it's working. If that makes sense. Um, they kind of realize that they're doing that, and they just go, "Well, do you know what? I'm just going to keep doing the same thing, and maybe things will start to kick in, and things will start to work." Fact is, if you've been doing new things or the same thing for the first few months of the year and nothing's changed, they're not suddenly going to magically change. You know, you're not suddenly going to get better, different results from doing the same thing. That just doesn't happen. Maybe if you've only been doing it for something for a week and things haven't quite kicked in yet, maybe then, yeah, sure, keep going for a bit longer. But if you've been doing something for a period of time like two, three months, and you're not getting the results you want, it's time to change. And then the other big mistake I see people make is realizing that things aren't quite working for them, and then just throwing everything out the window and, you know, starting all over again, creating a whole load more work for themselves to move forward in the year. Nine times out of 10, that is not the case. Most of the time when I see people at this time of the year, and things are not quite working the way they want, or they are working, and it's time to make a shift. It's not a case of creating whole new massive things. It's Simply tweaks slight changes that need to be made in the business to start, you know, turning that volume up to 11. So that's kind of what we're going to do. That's what the list is designed for. Okay. so the first thing on the list is price. Okay. I want you to think about prices. Super important at this part of the year. And especially this year, because let's face it, prices have gone up prices of everything have gone up. Prices have been affected by all the things that have been and are happening in the world right now. And that is resulting in much higher energy costs. And that's not just your energy costs, because, you know, everything you purchase, all your supplies have to get to you. So the chances are everything, all of your costs have increased because cost of living has increased. Like I said, energy has increased. So transportation will have increased. So the chances are across the board, all of your costs will have increased. And that means in order to remain even as profitable as you were before, you're going to need to look at your prices. But I want to take a slightly different tack on this. You'll notice when you look at the checklist that there isn't just one check for pricing, there's actually five. Because I want you to look at this from a very strategic point of view. I want you to first of all, just have a look at your pricing strategy. Now I've talked about prices millions of times. We've got at least four or five podcasts about pricing in uh, in the 150 or so that we've already done. But very, very quickly, I just want to talk about the strategy, basically how you come up with your prices in the first place. And I want to give you a really, really quick overview as to how you should be pricing your treatments and services. Okay. So there's a visual of this in the checklist that's going to make this a lot easier. I'm going to try and explain it as best as I can here. But the visual basically shows little blocks of color piled on top of each other to show you how to build up your price. And starting at the bottom, you've got to start with your fixed overheads. Now your fixed overheads are basically what it costs you to run your business without even doing any treatments at all. So these are your rent, your mortgage, if you pay a mortgage, your heating, your lighting, your telephone, your internet, your any software subscriptions you have—basically all the stuff you have to pay for—even if a client doesn't even walk through the door. Now, how do you build those into your treatments? Well, easiest way I think is to take a whole year's worth, because often we know how much these things cost us over the course of a year or a month, depending on you know how you pay your bills. But either take the the cost over a year or a month, and essentially divide that down so that you end up with an hourly amount of money for your overheads, okay? So you'll know how much it costs per hour for you to run your business, even if you don't do any treatments. And then basically you apply that cost into every treatment per hour. So if you're doing an hour-long treatment, you take the whole hour amount, and put that into the as a cost into the treatment. If it's a 15-minute treatment, you obviously divide that by four and so on and so forth. Like I said, there's more on this in the, the checklist to help you out. So start off with your fixed overheads because you've got to pay those no matter what. Then the next bit that you've got to add on in terms of price is the variable costs or basically what it costs you to deliver this treatment. So in here, you're going to include things like You know, the product cost, you know, if you use any particular products in this treatment, how much cost is involved in using those treatments? So again, very easily, if a certain pot of product is $50 and you use whatever, uh, a tenth of it uh, per treatment, then that cost is going to be $5 for that treatment. Okay, this is the bit that's going to take a bit of working out. You can be as accurate as you want or kind of put in a a nominal-ish figure off the top of your head. But it's important that you account for the stuff you're doing there. So product that you use, laundry fees, um, any towels, any consumables, anything that you use to deliver this treatment, okay? On top of that, you've then got the wage costs. Now, not just what you pay in terms of salary for someone to deliver this, but any other wage costs as well. So if you make pension contributions, um, uh, national insurance things, anything like that, depending on what country or regional area you're in, basically what it costs you to have a member of staff deliver that. Now, a point on this as well. You must have this in there even if it's you delivering this treatment. You must pay yourself as if you were your own employee, Okay. So that's probably going to be the biggest chunk of, of, of cost involved in this, uh, in, in the makeup of your price. So quick recap, we've got fixed overheads, variable costs, wage costs, okay? Next thing on top of that, you've got to put in your profit, okay? You've got to, got to, got to build in profit into your pricing. Otherwise, what's the point? There's no point in you pre- performing treatments simply to cover your costs. Yes, you could argue at least it's helping to cover your fixed overheads, but you've got to price them based on profit. Otherwise, all you're ever going to do is pretty much break even. And that's no fun in that. So you're the owner. You're taking the risk. There's got to be an element of profit in there. Now, if you look then on how I've broken down price in the checklist, there's a kind of a, a sort of an, an extra area in there as well. Now, that's the bit where I talk about value. Okay, so you've you've added on your profit margin, but then there's always a bit of room to look at the additional value that you add to your treatments that is worth something to your clients. Now, I have a whole course on, on doing this. It's called Perfect Pricing for Profits. It's too big to go into here. But basically, these are the extra little things that you do that no one else does that adds value to Your treatments. And you should always, always, always have these kind of things in there because that helps decommoditize what you do. So it makes it more difficult for someone to compare your treatments with someone else's down the road and make it a direct cost, uh, sorry, price comparison. Does that make sense? And then, obviously, next thing on top of that is any taxes you need to add on to the price if you quote your prices, including tax, which is what we do in the UK. But I know in some places they don't, they just add tax on at the the kind of point of sale. So you need to factor those in potentially as well. And that is how you build up your price. You have to have all those elements in there to make sure that you are, for one, covering all your costs and making profit as well. Okay. So that's the pricing strategy. I want to make sure that you are clear on your pricing strategy, how you actually price your stuff in the first place. So once you've got clear on that, which shouldn't take long at all with the, like I said, the breakdown that we've got in the uh, checklist, then I want you to recalculate your costs. Okay. If you are going off costing information from, say, last year, those are all going to have gone up. So you're going to need to reevaluate those costs. And then, based off those costs, which have probably increased, like I said, certainly for energy by about 50%, um, then I want you to review your prices. So you've recalculated your costs, you know what your pricing structure is. Now I want you to go and review your prices. Almost certainly, you are going to need to increase your prices simply in order to remain exactly as profitable as you were. Last year. And if you want to get more profitable, then you're probably going to need to look at your prices even more. Now, while you're doing this, I want you to streamline your services and I want you to use the 80 20 rule. Now, a lot of beauty business owners, again, we've talked about this uh, before, a lot of us tend to think the answer to lagging sales or low client numbers or low retention of clients is to add more treatments to the treatment list or more services or new services or new treatments. Whereas in actual fact, that's simply complicating things even further for you and for your clients, because now you've got to explain and sell more stuff and they've got to learn and want to purchase more stuff, or you've got to go and find out whole different types of clients coming in and have those new things. Instead, What I want you to do is I want you to take away services and treatments. And you can do this very strategically, okay? You can simply look at those treatments that you've done the fewest of or have made you the least money or have the lowest margin that you provide and simply get rid of them. Because if they're no longer taking up room on your price list, That means your price list is shorter and easier to read. Um, You're not having to remain trained in them. Possibly you don't need to pay insurance or any fees or any licensing or buy products for them or all those kind of things. It focuses what you're doing. So you're moving yourself towards being a specialist. And as we all know, specialists get paid more. So... Whilst you're going through your prices, I want you to look at what treatments you can actually take away as well. And then as final checklist uh, item for pricing, I want you to publish that price list and I want you to shout about it as well. I don't want you to do it under the radar and I do not want you to apologize for it or make excuses or say, terribly sorry, clients, we've had to raise our prices because you know costs have gone up. I simply want you to say, hey, great news, we've got a new price list. Come and check it out. Okay? Because that way, you're confidently putting your price list out there. Okay, so that's pricing covered. What else have we got? Uh, well, the next big thing uh, on the checklist is your website. Now, as things have got much easier for us to update our own websites and you know, have control over our social media and we've got apps like Canva and things to do our own design work. And I imagine a lot of us are doing that kind of thing, which is great. However, it also means that we can change our designs as often as we like, change our colors, you know, use different fonts and all these kind of things as we come across them in our various design software. And that's a good thing, obviously, because it means we can get things done very quickly and on the fly and relatively inexpensively. However, it also means that we can go wildly off the rails in terms of our own branding. And uh, what that means is if you look back at your website, chances are maybe you've made a shift at some point in terms of you know, the colors that you use or the message that you, you use or some images or fonts or whatever that you use over the course of the last year, two years, since you last properly looked at your website as a whole. So what I want you to do is quickly go through your website as if you've never looked at it before, as if you were a new potential client finding your website. And just make sure that all throughout the website, your logos match. They're all the same size and they're all the same resolution and they're all the same. Uh, your colors match or there's at least a consistency in there, okay? I want you to check your two key pages, your home page and your about page. And I want you to make sure all the information on there is correct and up to date and focusing on the things that you actually want people to focus on. Make sure all the links on there work as well because again, over time, links just break you know we link to a page at one point and then we forget that we've linked to it and we remove that page or we remove that offer or we remove that promotion and then we don't go back and you know check for those links and nothing kind of gives people a negative experience quite like going to your website the first time and seeing a link that you that finds interest for you and clicking on it and then it doesn't actually take you anywhere do you think people who visit your website for the first time, who click a link that doesn't take them anywhere, are really going to go back to your website and and you know look for everything in detail? Or are they just going to go, oh, well, that's disappointing and go somewhere else? So go and check your links, especially on your key pages, your home and your about page as well. I wanted to check your services. You know, Make sure the services that you now perform are the ones that you talk about on your website. Because again, it's very easy for you to make changes in the real world to your treatment list and your price list and not go and update them on your website. So make sure that the stuff on there is up to date, especially if you just changed the prices and you've just removed some treatments or services as well. Now, I've also put on here, supercharge your shop. If you haven't got a retail shop on your website, you are missing out on sales, I guarantee it. Even if you don't want to put all of your products up on your a website because that's going to take you a long time. There are products out there now like Shopify and WooCommerce that make the whole process incredibly simple and cost-effective to run. So even if it's your top 10 or 15 products that you put up on your website, make sure you've done that. Give your clients the ability to buy more things from you, spend money with you, give you money because a lot of people do shopping at some very weird hours. Uh, So if you haven't got a shop or some ability for people to buy things from you, retail and gift vouchers on your website, you are missing a trick, you are missing out on revenue. So that's something that you want to do. And obviously, if you have got a shop, go and make sure that the products are on there and the prices are right and all those kind of things as well. And then finally, I've put observe offers. A lot of the time, uh, similar to what I've said about checking links, we put offers and promotions and courses and events and things that were are running up on our website to help promote them. But then we always forget to go back and remove them when they've stopped. So I want you to go through and just check on like your special offer pages or any offer pages you have and make sure you clear off any offers that don't count anymore and your current offers or anything that you're running or promoting is up there to help you promote them. Okay, now I should point out at this point that this Episode was inspired by Timely Software. Timely asked me to do a a live training on their uh, business page on Facebook. about this particular topic. And it's really down to them that we ended up with a checklist because I thought what would be a really useful tool would be to have this checklist. So this episode was inspired by them. So I think it's only fair if I give a shout out to Timely uh, for A, inspiring me to do this, uh, and B, generally being such a great partner for a lot of businesses. Now, if you've never heard of Timely before, if you don't know what they do, then Timely is the world's smartest appointment booking software helping beauty and wellness business owners all around the world to better manage their time, better manage their sanity and their ability to generate revenue in their business. Now, Timely is a very powerful booking and for me, business management software itself, it is loved by well over 40,000 customers globally already, works for businesses of all sorts of sizes and ambitions, and most importantly, it will grow with your business over time. So even if, if you're just starting out and you've got big aspirations of you know, having many, many salons under your name, Timely will grow with you. The great thing is it saves you loads of hours on admin and delivering exceptional client experiences, and it will help you establish your brand and grow your revenue got really cool tools in there like digital consult forms to help protect and streamline both your business and your clients really is, I think, an essential tool for managing your business effectively and efficiently as well. What's really cool is it also works with tools that you already use, things like iZettle and Zero and QuickBooks and MailChimp and Square and Layby and loads of other things. So if you've been thinking about making the switch from pen and paper or you're not quite happy with your own booking system as it is right now and you want to make a switch then i highly recommend you check out timely they've got switchover coaches because i know a lot of things that that put people off changing systems is their process of changing over so one of the cool things that timely have are they have switchover coaches which will make it all super easy for you all you need to do is go to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash timely or click the link, like I said, in the podcast description on your app. And uh, that will give you all the details you need. Now, the really cool thing is you can try Timely for 14 days for absolutely no money at all. You don't need to put in a credit card, but because Timely are such big fans of the podcast, uh, they've got an exclusive offer for listeners of this show where you can get 50% off timely. Now you will not find that deal anywhere else, I promise you. So all you need to do is go to uh, that website, which is beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash timely. And if you decide to go ahead with the trial or to start using software, all you need to do is use the promotion code BBP50. That stands for Beauty Business Podcast, and then 50 as in 50%, uh, five zero. Uh, So it's easy to remember for you. So go to the website and then it's BBP50 when you sign up and you will get the software for 50% off. Cool? Okay, back to the list. Right, uh, next up then is search. Search is still such a hugely important part of uh, the marketing and the getting of clients for our businesses. So what I want you to do for search is, as you should know, it all works off keywords. So I want you to go through any articles or recent blog posts or, again, the key pages on your website. Just make sure all the keywords that you've got are up to date. What are keywords? Keywords are the things that a potential client would put into Google or a search engine um, that you would hope in resulting them finding you. So these are things like the services that you perform, any brand names of services that you perform, uh, your location. Uh, Location is hugely important because so many people put in, you know, beauty salon near me or hair salon near me or skin clinic near me. So make sure you put the locations in there. Don't just go for your main location as in the thing that you would put in your address. If there are other villages or towns around you that fall into your catchment area, put those in as well. Um, Obviously, any Uh, trending terms that you can put into your articles and things, make sure they're in there as well. So just make sure you're keyword friendly in any of the stuff that you've created recently and like I say, your articles. A hugely important thing as well is to make sure you go through your Google My Business profile. If you don't have one, get one. Again, we've got episodes on that to go and do that. Um, If you do have a Google My Business profile, again, just go through and as is the theme of this episode, spring clean that. Make sure your opening hours are up to date. Hugely, hugely important is that because if they're not up to date, Again, you could be missing out on clients because Google may not serve you up in the listings because it doesn't know when you're open or your opening hours maybe conflict with those that are on your website. So it's confusing Google. So make sure those are correct Uh, and just basically make sure all the other information, uh, your contact details, telephone number, website, email address, booking pages, all those kind of things are correct on Google My Business. Next up then is social media. And you're probably kind of getting the idea here at this point again. Go through your profile images on social media for your business across whatever platforms you use. Make sure your profile images are either the same. So there's consistency across your channels or variations on the same theme. Okay. So they've got your if they've got your logo on there, it's the right logo. If they've got your colors on there, it's the same colors. If they've got your image on there, it's the same image. So that if people are kind of jumping between your different platforms, they know that they're looking at your platform and not kind of wildly different ones. Same thing with your usernames now, okay? It's become easier to change usernames around uh, on things like Instagram and also TikTok and stuff like that. So again, make sure that your usernames are as unified as possible. Ideally, you want the same username across all platforms. I get that that's not always possible, so just make sure they're as similar as they can be. So it's it's got that consistency for anyone who's you know kind of jumping from your social profile to your website to maybe another social profile and that kind of thing. Uh, I've put beef up your bio on there as well. Again, this is probably mainly focusing on some of the newer social apps like TikTok and Instagram and Clubhouse and those kind of things. Make sure your bio is up to date. Uh, has the right information on there. And even if it is up to date, give it a refresh. You know, nothing draws the eye of someone to something um, more easily than a, a change, something that they notice has has changed. OK, so if you've had the same bio and it still applies for the last two years, maybe think about switching it up so it's a little bit different. OK, and then finally, check your links. Super, super important. Any links that you've got on your um Main page, home page, profile page, uh, bio page, make sure those links actually work and go to somewhere that makes sense that is going to take your client to where you want them to end up being. Please, please, please don't just take them to your home page. You know, if you want your clients to take action on something, take them to the page that's going to give them the shortest possible journey to the action you want them to take. Uh, Emails. Emails are another big area that you want to focus on as well. Any automated emails, you have transactional ones that go out from your system. So if you have a booking system, hopefully you have a booking system. Um, Make sure those automated ones, again, contain the right information, have the right links for your updated policies and procedures and terms and conditions and cancellations and all of those kind of things. And also, if you've had the same ones for a long period of time, freshen them up a bit. You know, add a bit of personality, a bit of humor into them if that fits with your brand. Um, Again, people become blind to things that remain the same constantly. So if you've got really loyal clients who've been coming to you for ages and they just see the same booking confirmation come in, they probably don't even read it. And you want them to read it because it's so important that they read the reminders and the confirmations and stuff like that because those are the things that stop clients forgetting to show up for appointments. So switch them up a little bit, make them a little bit different, change the subject line so that when you send them out to clients, they actually read them, okay? um i've put on there as well systemize your signatures now this is an interesting one i had a client with a, a sorry conversation with a client a one-to-one client of mine recently and i just made this suggestion one of these things that i've done for years and you just kind of assume that everyone does um but she was like oh my god that's amazing and it's just this tiny thing that i do so on your uh email client on your phone on your computer whatever it is so Maybe Mac Mail if you're on a, a Mac or Outlook if you're on a uh, Windows computer or Google Mail or whatever. You can have signatures. Uh, often these are like a drop down selectable list of different signatures that you can apply to email. So you might have one that's a bit more professional, one that's a bit more personal, one that's a bit more casual, and those kind of things. Um, but they're not limited to just being signatures. You can put as much text as you want in these things. So one thing that I started doing years ago was when I noticed that I was sending out regularly the same kind of one-to-one email over and over again what I started doing was creating them as signatures uh, and a classic example here is um, I get a lot of people suggesting either themselves or PR firms suggesting uh, uh, the perfect client or the perfect person to be on the podcast now I love that people do that I love that I'm in a position where people find the podcast and you know value it highly enough to want to be on it however, I'd say nine times out of 10, the person is not a good fit for the podcast. Someone's seen it, seen the word beauty, and they've decided that it will be right for them. I have a quick look at their email and I'm like, no, actually, you're not a great guest. So I often send out this same email, a very polite email saying, thank you very much for suggesting yourself or suggesting this person to be on the podcast. However, they're not quite a good fit, uh, but thank you very much, blah, blah, blah. Now, even though it was a very short email and I was being polite, and it was the same thing I was writing generally over and over again, it would still take you know 10 minutes out of my time to reply to each email. So all I did was I created a very simple template for myself, put it in as a signature. So now when I get one of those emails, I simply select the signature that populates the email. All I then need to do is just change the name at the top to something else. Uh, It's very similar to, you know, going and copying and pasting, but it means I don't have to go to another document, copy, paste, all that kind of thing, which even then would take a few minutes of time. It's just right there in my email client. I click the signature. I go to podcast. uh, Thank you, but no, thank you. Uh, Select that signature, change the name, send, click send, and it's done. Takes less than a minute, okay? So that's something you can do if you find yourself sending out the same email personally regularly and then uh like i said there's loads loads more in the actual checklist that we created than i want to cover in the show today because we've already hit the 30 minute mark um but just as a last suggestion you could do something different you know you could implement something a bit off the wall shall we say so let's say you are thinking of stepping up with your social. You know, How could you step up with your social? Could you do more posts? Could you start using stories? Could you start using reels, which is a big thing? Could you start using a whole different social media platform? Maybe, if that's the right thing for you to do, if that fits in. Um, could you specialise in your services? We've already mentioned specialisation a little bit. But can you take a step towards specialising in your services? Uh, because again, as we've already said today and many other times before specialists get paid more. So you might want to do that. And then finally, just as another suggestion, uh, I think this year more than ever, it'd be a brilliant idea for you to implement some sort of in-person event into your business. We've been starved of events, no question about it for the last couple of years. Uh, And I think getting people together at the moment is a super powerful way of reconnecting with your clients, getting your clients connected with each other, building a proper community within your business and just kind of injecting a bit more fun into what you do. So, you know, there's the old classic, you know, new treatment launch event or spring event or special offer event, promo event, whatever you want to call it. Um, But I think getting your clients together in person in your salon or in a, a place nearby, obviously promoting your treatments and services, but in a very informal, fun lighthearted way would be an amazing thing to consider doing. Now, if you want to do an event, I'm sure we've got a podcast. I probably should have looked it up before this. I will put it in the show notes. Uh, I'm sure we've got a podcast on uh, how to run an amazing event. And I'm sure we've got a checklist as well. So I'll link those up in the show notes uh, for this episode, which as always, you can find at www.beautybusinesspodcast.com. Okay, that is it for today's episode. Now, um, if you want to get hold of the full checklist with all of the stuff on there, like I said, everything we've gone through here today and more, all you need to do is go to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash spring clean, and you can just grab yourself a copy from there. Now, if you like free training, bad jokes, and an amazing community, then I would like to invite you, if you're not already a member, I would like to invite you to come and join my free Facebook group called Beauty Business Hackers. All you need to do is search for Beauty Business Hackers in Facebook and you will find it. Um, But in there, we've got an amazing community of several thousand beauty business owners from all around the world now who are building their businesses. And in there, I do uh, free training Every couple of weeks, we do a free video on a particular aspect of growing or building your business, similar to the podcast, but it allows me to do it more as uh, as a training because obviously I've got the visual capability of being able to actually uh, show you how to do things. Uh, so come and join that. That's just Beauty Business Hackers over on Facebook. And if you want to find out more about how you can work with me, then all you need to do is go to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash chat with Adam or one word, chat with Adam. That'll connect you with my Messenger account. And, uh, you know, let's have a chat. That'd be great because I love connecting with you. That'd be amazing. Okay, so that's it for this week's show. Do give your business a business spring clean as well as a spring clean as well. No harm in getting the mops out. Uh, But I will be back again next week. Speak to you soon. You've been listening to the Beauty Business Podcast. My name is Adam Chatterley. And if you've enjoyed this show today, then you must make sure you don't miss another episode. Just click subscribe in whatever podcast application you are listening to this on to be notified when a new episode is released. And if you'd like even more help starting, growing, or scaling up your beauty business, then just go to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash help. And there are a number of resources right there to entertain, enlighten, and assist you in your business journey, no matter what stage you're at.